good morning good morning everyone and welcome how's everybody doing today and welcome 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 i thank you guys for listening and joining in for our new podcast what's in your toolbox podcast we're kind of going to be doing facebook live in a podcast at the same time we're going to see how this works but hi i am elder pam i am elder pamela jordan here to be your host on this wonderful and beautiful day and i thank each and every one for you for tuning in put your likes up there subscribe tell somebody that we are here thumbs up and so much more i promise you guys that we will get back in business we have been on a hiatus for a little while um i told you guys we we're doing some revamping relaunching rebranding and that's what you got so we used to be called women transform but now we're, we rebrand and revamp to what's in your toolbox and we're going to be talking about all kind of things that are inspiring informing empowering you to become kingdom builders for god and to become what god has called you to be so i thank each and every one of you for joining in so come on inside come on and join us and we're going to get started because everything you need is inside of you and everything you need is is there you know god has given to you and so what is in your, your toolbox and you can also catch this on our podcast we do have a podcast same name um what is in your toolbox with pam on every podcast platform you should find it and there's also um a subscriber button on there if you want to be a subscriber to our podcast where you will be getting um as a subscriber you'll be getting so much more um workshops events because i'm going to be having an upcoming workshop soon so you need to subscribe to the podcast so you can go to any podcast platform and look for what's in your toolbox with pam and it should pop up if not hit me out in the comments and i'll send you a link and everything else so i am just glad to see everybody and welcome 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 and if you're catching this in replay let me know that you're getting this in replay and so much more i'm going to be looking down a little bit turning some papers because i got what we're going to be talking about written down and um so i'm going to be kind of moving back and forth but it's good to see everybody and i'm glad to see you guys in here so put your thumbs up sharing is caring share with someone let them know we are back on we are back in business i heard you guys i saw the mails i saw the text messages i know we got to build it back up we got to build it back up but that's all right i trust and believe that you guys are going to be doing some sharing and caring out there um in this season of the of the facebook lives in the podcast we're going to be having guests coming on join us in the conversations and some of the topics we're going to be talking about so if you're someone that is listening and would like to be a guest on one of our podcasts um just hit the um button in the comment button let me know hit me up dm me whatever you need to do to get in touch with me inbox me and um we'll set that up and get that together okay all right so many of you probably seen the topic for this morning and today we're going to be coming from one of a book that i have been reading and studying and i thought it would be great to um kind of talk about some of the topics in there because they've been a blessing to me and i'm hoping they'd be a blessing to you um and the teaching that we're going to be talking about today is coming from the book by um pastor rick warren it's called what on earth am i here for how many of you have been in that place of your life when things have been going on the struggle is real y'all it's real and sometimes you sit in your own prayer time prayer closet on the side of your bed driving in your car and some days you, you ask the lord lord what am i here for why why am i here what's the purpose because it seems like all hell is breaking loose all around us the world is chaos sometimes you look at your home as chaos and family your church and, and, and your job everything it's like so much is going on and a lot of times we'll sit back and ask our question ask that question Lord, what, what, what on earth am i here for and so 
in the book and if you have the book you can follow along if you don't get it if not just follow along would be wonderful but um it is so inspirational because a lot of times we do ask ourselves those questions you know what why am i here what is my purpose and i think many of you are at that point right now it's like you're at a point in ministry or in business where you're at a point i think of shifting and changing and god is doing some changes in your life and you at a point of saying, Lord, okay, what am I here for? What is my purpose? I know I'm supposed to be doing, but it seems like I'm just not getting it done. Why am I here? Okay. So we're going to kind of talk about some of those things in some of these sessions. But today, when I, the topic for today, as I said, is you are not an accident. You are not an accident. And I thought, I really, when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, this is so touching to help and encourage someone out there because we're in a day of time where we're looking on TV. Every time we turn around, someone's dying. Someone's losing their lives. All this chaos and stuff that's going on in the world. And a lot of times people will step back and say, why couldn't it be me? What's going on? You know, what? just so much. And God is saying, you are not an accident. You know, self-esteem and mental health has is so important in this day and time. And a lot of people during the COVID have gotten depressed, have sat at home, and their self-esteem has gone down because the enemy begins to talk. He begins to chitter-chatter in your ears when you're by yourself. And God wanted us to talk about that today and share with you guys that you are not an accident. No matter what is going on in your life, no matter how life looks, no matter how things are not panning out the way you want it to pan out, no matter how you feel and in, in how you feel with inside, because there's a lot of us, a lot of us out there, and I'm including myself too, that one of the main things that people are looking for, I believe, in this day and time is love. Love. Simple as that. Love. We have so much hate going on in the world that the hate is starting to overshadow the love and i think in this day and time people just want to be loved to be loved to be loved and when we got to get back to that place of showing love and when you think about it when you hear the word you are not an accident that comes of a from a place of not feeling love that you've been told all your life you weren't going to make it. You're not going to be anything. You can't make it. You, you can't do this. You can't do that. What are you trying to do? That idea is not going to work. You're not going to be a business person. You just need to go on back and get a job, go on back to school, do whatever. But, you know, well, you can't do all that because you ain't smart enough. You know, you don't look right. You can't, you're not small enough, fat enough, tall. You have all of this stereotype that has gone on to, in this world that has made people even want to change who God created them to be because they feel like they are an accident. I was not meant to be here. I'm an accident because you don't feel the love and love is so important. So your life is not a mistake. You are in your parent, you, you know, you were not a mistake. Maybe your parents didn't plan on having you. Maybe they were young when they had you. They wasn't, it wasn't a plan. It just happened, but that's okay because you are not a mistake. They not, they may not have planned you to be here, but God had a plan for you to be here. And that's what we want to understand and talk about. Cause see, God did, 
God had a plan, God had a purpose, and God had a timing for when you are to be here. And some of us are prodigals of parents that may have said, oh, I didn't mean it, I slipped up, I messed up. But you know what? You may have slipped up and messed up, and it's okay. But God had it all planned out, y'all. It was already written out in the book. He had planned out how you were going to be here, how you were going to come, and so forth. So you were in his thoughts. You were always in his thoughts. People, you may not be in people's thoughts. You know how some of us, we get to, you be sitting down, you wonder, but shoot, nobody call me and check on me and text me and see how I'm doing. And, and, and you know, been going through the pandemic, been locked in the house and you ain't got a phone call, especially our elderly. Some of y'all have been sitting at home. Nobody want to call you to find y'all, find yourself being the one that's always calling everybody else and always reaching out to everybody else. And sometimes you sit and be like, well, ain't nobody calling me. Ain't nobody checking on me. What's going on? That's okay, because you were in God's thoughts first. He uh, He has been thinking about you before time. He has been thinking about you before your parents even were thinking about you. You were in his thoughts. You were breathing before you knew you were breathing. He was creating you, so you are no mistake. You are. No, it's no mistake that you are here. It's no mistake that you're alive. It's no more. It's no mistake that the car that crashed, the accident, it missed you, and you didn't. You you didn't. You didn't get hit. That was not a mistake. It's no mistake that you may have been shooting drugs and you didn't. You weren't the one that died. That's not a mistake. Cause God had a plan and a purpose for your life. He is a creator. Everything starts with Him. You are never a mistake he thought about you before he thought about anything else you were always in his thought you are alive because god wanted you to be alive you are here today because god wanted you to be here he know you can handle it he know you can deal with it you were born at this time for this purpose and sometimes we are sitting back and wonder, well, why was I born in 1950 and, and not, not, not in 1970? Well, I was born in 1970. Well, I wasn't born in 1940. Because at that time, he wasn't ready for you to be born because you couldn't handle what was happening at that time. But the time that he created for you to be born was the time that he knew he prepared you for that time in that season. Ecclesiastes 3 and 2. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. So God is letting us know there is a time to be born, y'all, and there's a time to die. And you are not a mistake. You were born for such a time as this that you are living in. You were born with a purpose. If you were born two days before you were supposed to be born, you may not have been ready to come. Your purpose wasn't ready. But God knew the day, in the hour, in the time that he wanted you to come forth. So you are not an accident. Psalms 139 and 13. For thou hast possessed the reins. Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. God has protected many of you in your mother's womb. You were protected. You were covered. You were blessed. Those of you who may be carrying now, you are carrying a something. You are carrying a child with a purpose. You are carrying a child for such a time as this. That child will be born on the day that God has designed it to be born. It will not be born no earlier. It will not be born no later. 
or anything. It will be born at the time that God wants it to be born because he knows the reason why. He knows your purpose because he is the one that creates you. He is the creator. Who else knows your purpose no more better than the creator? That's just like you go out and buy something. And you got to, you know, you buy something, you're looking at, okay, I can put it together and don't read the manual instructions. You know, you have, how many of y'all doing that, done that? And you got the instructions over here and you over here trying to put everything together. You got all these pieces laying out. You don't know where the A connects to the B. You didn't got them all mixed up and stuff. And you're trying to put it together. And then you put it together. It looks like, oh my God, this is not what it looks like on a picture because you are not the creator. You don't know how to put it together. You don't really know what it's created for. You think it's created for one thing, and the reality is created for something else. So what do you need to go? Go to the manual. Go to the creator. Go to the one who created it, and they'll let you know how to navigate through it, how to put it together, and tell you what the purpose of. Only the creator knows your purpose, and the creator is God. So he did not make you for an accident. You are not an accident. You were created for a purpose at such a time as this. God made you for a reason. He planned when you were born, where you were going to be born, how long you would live. He has all of this planned out. He chose you exactly at the time of your birth and of your death. And those who have passed away, that, that was the plan that God had for them. And it's a hard pill to swaddle. And sometimes, you know, death is hard and it's painful. And, and that's what it's, it is. It is. But God planned every life and every death. There's a time in a season, a time to be born and a time to die. And God designed that you were not created by accident. And those who have lost loved ones, they were not created for, by accident. They were created for the time that they were in. And they did the purpose that God created them for. And so we have to remind ourselves that. So you are not an accident. You are not an accident. If you are out there thinking that you were an accident or someone told you you were an accident, you wasn't meant to be here. I didn't want to have you. I was about to give you up for adoption. I was about to have an abortion and let you go because I didn't want to have you. You were just an accident. It was an accident. I didn't mean to see that person. No, 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 no. That's what they think. The human mentality thing. That's what the flesh wants you to think. That's what the flesh is saying. But the spirit is letting you know you are not an accident. God created you for such a time as this. God never does anything accidentally. He never makes mistakes. Come on now. We got to remember that God does not make mistakes. And he does not make any accidents. So those of you out there walking around talking about I was an accident and, and it was a mistake. No, God never makes mistakes and he does not make accidents. He created you in the form and the design that he wanted you to be created into. And it kind of hurts God when we step back and look in the mirror. And it's something I even learned. And as you get, oh, as you start to learn this wall, when we look in the mirror, we want to change the things that God created. It's kind of like you telling God, I don't like what you created. Because you didn't know what you were doing. I didn't want a big nose. I want a skinny nose. That's what you want. But God created you with the fat nose for a reason. And not the skinny nose. He knows why he created you. And do we not think that that is like a slap in God's face. When we step back and say I want to change all of this stuff. All of this that God created. I want to change it. Because I am not, I'm not happy with it. Because I want to be like someone else. Well, you can't be like someone else because God created them the way they are. He created you the way.
the way you are. He did not make any mistakes. You're not an accident. And so that hurts the heart of God when we sit there and want to change what he created. It's like you're telling God you made a mistake. And he's like, I don't make mistakes. God doesn't make mistakes. There is something unique about you and about your character and about your look, your creativity and who you are. It's why God created you. And when you tap into that and you start to look deep down inside and maybe, you know, say, so yeah, I may, I may not have the brown, blue eyes or brown eyes. You know, my eyes may be black eyes, but they're black for a reason. Not knowing maybe the blue eyed person, blue eyes may cause illness or you never know. And God knows what you can handle. You may not can deal with being dark skinned and with blue eyes. And people teasing you and taunting you because of that. You may kill yourself. But then there's someone out there that's created that way. They can handle that. Because God created them the way that they need to be created. And the way he wanted them to be. And he knows what they can handle and what they can't handle. You are not an accident. So remember God never does anything accidentally. He never makes mistakes. He has a reason for everything he creates. Everything has a reason. Everything. There's a reason why he created you. There's a reason why he created you. And many of you out there, you're trying to figure out the reason why. You're trying to figure out your purpose. You're trying to figure out why you're here. And the only way you can get the answer, you you call everybody. You didn't call pastor. You didn't call your grandma. You didn't call your best friend. You didn't talk to your mama. You didn't talk to your daddy, your aunties, uncles, sisters, and brother. You didn't went to everybody but God. They don't know why God created you and your purpose. Only God knows why he created you and your purpose. So Jeremiah 29 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. The plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope in um, future. And hope in the future. I'm sorry to read it. In the future. So if God knows your plans, he knows what he has planned for you. Do you know what God has planned for you? Or do you know what you have planned for you. We're in a season where God is trying to get our attention, y'all, and trying to get us to understand that he has the plan, and we need to seek him for his plan. We need to start to ask God, you know what, God, what do you want me to do? What type of, what job do you want me to apply for? Where do you want me to live? What church do you want me to go? Who do you want me to be with? Because he has it all planned out. And when we start to do what we want, it doesn't get done the way God wants it. And then we got to come back to the drawing board and do it all over again the way God wants it done. Or it may take us even longer on the journey to get to where we need to be because we want to do it our way. Noah built the ark the way God told him to build the ark. Noah could have built the ark the way he wanted to build the ark. He could have got he could have went out and got whatever kind of wood he got on could have got on sale at Lowe's and went and built the ark. But Lord, the Lord said, "No, Noah, I need you to build it this way and this long and this." Because if Noah was thinking about on himself and his family, he would have built this little bitty old boat for him and his family and said, "Forget the rest of y'all." But the Lord said, no, because you got to put animals on there. You got to put your family on there. So I need you to build this boat this wide, this cubicle, this long. This is the type of wood I need you to go get. Because he is the creator and he is the master plan and he knows what he wants. And he said, this is not an accident. No, no, this is not an accident. I know the plans I have for you. And this is what I need you to do, Noah. And he wrote out a whole plan for Noah. 
and how to build the boat. He even went down to who to put on the boat and how many to put on the boat. If it was up to man, Noah probably had everybody in the city on the boat, in the world on the boat. And God said, no, can't do that. So, for he knows the plans that he has for you. You're not an accident. You're not an accident. So you may ask the question, okay, then since I'm not an accident, all right, so, you know, okay, I'm not an accident. So why, why did he do it? Why, why did God do all this for me? Why did he create me? Because you know what? I don't want to be here. I'm sick of being here. I'm tired of folks. You know, I just want to go take my life because it's life sucks. I can't get anywhere. I can't find a job. I can't find love. I'm tired of being abused. I'm tired of being beat. And you sit there and ask yourself, why? Why? Why, why Lord? Why, God? Why did you do all of this? Why did you do all of this? Why, why did you create me? You know, I, you know, my parents suck. They were abusive. They were alcoholics. They were drug addicts. They were never home. They always were. I stayed home by myself. My siblings before. Why? 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 There's somebody out there asking these questions. Why did God do all of this? Why did he do all this? And God said, because he loves you. Remember at the beginning we talked about that word? Love. Because God knows we need love. We need love from him and we need love from humans. This is why we were created. We are created to love on each other. We need love. We need the we need the human companionship. This is where we got Adam and Eve from. Adam was by himself. You needed someone to help you. You needed love. All the other animals had love. Man didn't have it. As humans, you need love. No matter what people may sit there and say, no, we don't. Yes, you do. You need love. And God did all of this. He created you. He reminded you're not an accident because he loves you. Because he is God of love. He's love. He's not that he has love. He is love. He is love. And when you get him in you and get him with you and part of him, he's love. You begin to feel that love. God made you so he can love on you. He created you so he can love on you. He wasn't lonely. He wasn't by himself. He didn't do it. He didn't need no partners. He didn't need no buddies. He didn't need no BFF. He didn't need none of that. None of that stuff. He did it because he can he wants to love on you. God is love. Okay? God wasn't lonely. As I said, he didn't need to create you, but he did because he loved you and wanted to express his love towards you. He chose you. He chose you out of everybody in your family. You, Some of y'all just say, I'm the only one my family saved. I've been trying to get my family in the church. I'm trying to get my family saved. I'm the only one to say, well, you know what? He chose you. And he wanted to express his love to you. And he wants to let somebody out there know that he loves you. He created you because he loves you. No, not because of the good things you did, not how much money you didn't paid in tithes, how much you didn't gave, not what have you done, not how much you've accomplished. No, he can care less about all of that. He loves you. You can't buy God's love. 
We can't buy God's love because he is love. He already loves. You know the same people that you can buy love? People buy here, buy love. You can't buy love. God is love and you can't buy God. So you can't buy love. And he created you. And he created us because he wanted to love all on us. He wanted to show love to us. He wanted to show us how much he loves us. And what, what, is, what do you do, you know, when you love someone? What do you do when you, those of you have children, you love your children? You want to get them things to show them and express to them how much you love them. Well, God is the same way. We are his children. And he wants to show and express his love to us. And when we come to him or we give our lives to him and we begin to serve him, you become part of his family. And he wants to love all on you. You know, you got them grandmas that want to hug all on you, kiss all on you. Be like, Grandma, I can't breathe. Because they're kissing all on you. Because they're showing you love. That's how God is. God wants to love all on you. He wants to show you how much he loves you. So this is why you are not an accident. Isaiah 42, 44, the second verse, and just half of the second verse, and I'm just reading from the NIV. This is what the Lord says. He who made you, who formed you in the womb, and who will help you. He is going to be there with you. He formed you. He created you. He loves you. He's with you no matter what. He's got your back. So when you get in that place, and you feel like you want to say, I'm an accident. You feel like I'm saying, Lord, I don't want to be here because I, I, my hair is not long. My hair is thick and knotty and, and tangly and stuff. That's no accident why he created that. You can pull that off. You can wear it. There's some that can't. Why is my skin this color? Why couldn't I have lighter skin? Why my skin got to be this color, darker skin? Why I got to have freckles and this and stuff? He created all that for a purpose. He created all of that for a purpose. You are no accident. Your freckles are not an accident. Your hair is not an accident. Your shape of your body is not an accident. How you carry your voice is not an accident. Your sexuality is not an accident. God does not make mistakes and he does not do accidents. He creates everything for a purpose. And everything is created for his purpose. You were created in that shape for God's purpose, not yours. And when we start to turn away from how we look and see things, if we start to turn away from worrying about how we see ourselves and look at how God sees ourselves and how God created us and stop looking at society and how the world wants us to view ourselves and view how we were created. Now we're looking in mirrors and want to change the things that God, we want to change our molds and God created your molds for a reason. He put them in those spots and places where they are for a purpose and a reason. And we want to go to the doctors or plastic surgeons. We want to get bigger butts and bigger breasts and bigger thighs and bigger hips and bigger knees and all this stuff and bigger chest. We want to get all this stuff because we're, we're changing what God created because you know why? We're not satisfied because we want more because we see what the world is telling us. But God created you with the size of the breasts you got for a reason, the butts you got for a reason. And now you see in TV shows about people with butt implants that's about to kill them. They're about to die because they wanted something that God didn't create. They wasn't happy with God, what God created. People that got nose jobs and plastic surgery, faces are falling off, infected by diseases and germ and stuff. Because you're trying to disfigure and rechange the structure that God created you for. Because someone told you you were an accident. But I'm here to tell you, God says you are not an accident. 
I created your deep set eyes the way I wanted them to be. I created your flat butt because that's what I want you to have. I created your small breast because that's the way I, because all of that is for a purpose and a reason. It's not an accident. And so when we begin to start to look at ourselves the way God looks at us and remind ourselves, I am not an accident. I was not accidentally put together. That's what man does. When man puts something together, they accidentally put together, or we accidentally added, added too much cellulite in your butt implants, and now you about to die. We accidentally did that. We accidentally didn't put the right, took off the wrong breast from your cancer. We accidentally. Only man makes accidents and mistakes. Oh, that was our mistake. That was our bad. We made a mistake. We didn't mean for you to get that. that no, God doesn't make mistakes. Oh, it's, it's our mistake. You, you, your hair, you know, we, it's a mistake. We, we put, your hair supposed to be straight. No, God doesn't make mistakes. God says, I created you. You are no accident. I created you the way that I wanted you to be created. You were born the day that you were born because that's the day that God wants you to be born. Because that is how he planned it. You were born the year that you were born. He got a specific, y'all. Come on now. Look at, look at, we, we got birthdays. We got years. We got time. We look at, some of us look at the times that we were born. The day that we were born. The month that we were born. The year that we were born. That's all strategic. He couldn't have all of us born on the same day, same time, same month, same year. It was strategically done. You were born the year that you were born for your time period for that time. You were born on that date when your, your parents thought you supposed to been born another day. God said, nope, that ain't on my schedule. The child is going to be born on the day. And then they want to induce your labor. And the baby still don't come. And then you go to nine months and they tell you, you to gone 10 months. Because that's not when God want it to be born. God says that you're not an accident. I want this child to come forth on this day. If Jesus would have came sooner then he would have, or they would have found out that Mary was carrying him. Mary probably wouldn't even have made it through her nine-month pregnancy to birth our Christ. They would have probably killed Mary before she even gave birth. So he had to be born the day that he needed to be born in order for us to be where we are today. So he had to shield and protect Mary, get get Mary to where Mary needed to be, make sure Mary went through her trimesters and did what she needed to do because, and kept Mary hidden and undercover because of the word got out and they found out, oh wait a minute, it's strange, this, this young girl is pregnant and why is she pregnant? She ain't even married yet, what's going on? They would have killed her and they would have stoned her because that was their tradition of what they did back then and they would have killed off Christ. So it was not an accident that he was born the day that he was born, when he was born, the time period that he was born in. Because the scripture had to be fulfilled. And it's the same thing with you and me. It's the same thing with you and me. And for as we close out, and I thank you guys for joining. Make sure you put your thumbs up. Sharing is caring. Hashtag whatever. We are back in business. We are under what is in your toolbox. Because right, this is what we're talking about. What is in your toolbox? Everything you need is in your toolbox. Some of y'all got to open your toolbox and look and see what God got in there for you. Because you were not an accident. You were created with a purpose. And everything that's in your box, and your toolbox is you. There's a purpose for it. You have a skill. You have a desire. You are created. You are a design. Look in your toolbox because everything that you need is there. 
because God put it there because he is the master carpenter and he is the master builder. He makes no mistakes. He makes no accidents. So as we close out, I want you to ponder this point. Okay, in the scripture, as we close out, I read it to you, it was Isaiah 42 and 2. But as we close out, I want you to ponder this. Is this question here, and you want you to think upon yourself on your days where you're meditating, and you may play this back and replay again and listen to it again. But as we close out, I want you to think on this question that you ask yourself. And in you asking yourself, begin to pray about it. And the question is, and this is, like I said, it's out of the book. I know that God uniquely created me. What areas of my personality, background, and physical appearance am I struggling to accept? All right, I'm going to say it, read it again. Because I want you guys to get this in your spirit. Because we sometimes we got to have those moments where we got to really step back and say, you know, what? what is it? What is it? Okay, I know that God uniquely created me. You know God uniquely created you. But the question is, what areas of my personality, background, and physical appearance am I struggling to accept? What are you struggling to accept in your person, your appearance? What are you struggling to accept in your background? What, what are you in your personality to accept that's who you are? You giggy. You, that's it. You bougie. That's who you are. That's it. That's just your personality, your background. You, you may have came from a poor family. That's your background. You may have came out the hood. You may have came out of bougie. That's okay. That's your background. And we want we don't want to accept it because we don't want people to label us and look at us wrong. You're smart. You're the nerd. You're the geek. That's okay. But what are these areas that you don't want to accept? Because God did all that. God gave you all of that. God created you to be the nerd of the family. It's okay. It doesn't make any accident. He created your other sibling to be the jock. Because they can handle being the jock. You couldn't handle being the jock. You can handle being the nerd. They couldn't even handle being the nerd. So everything God does is not an accident. You're not a mistake. You were created and formed for this purpose in this season and this time. I want to share a song, some verses from a song. And when you get a chance, listen to the song because I think it's a blessing. It kind of ties into our lesson. I can't play the song because of copyright stuff. But I want to just read a little bit of the song and maybe you can play it on your time and listen because I think it, it's a blessing in the song to remind us that we were always on God's mind even before he created us. We were always on his mind. We were in his thoughts. So you were no accident. He had the plan already written out on how he was going to design you. All your parents had to do was pick your name. And even he had something to do with that. But creating you and designing you and forming you, that was all God, y'all. That was all God. He just needed two people to connect together. And once they did that connection, he got in there. He did everything else. He formed you. He created you. He designed you. Your parents had nothing to do with that. All your parents had to do was giving you your name. That was it. So the song is by Matthew West, and it's called Me on Your Mind. And I just wrote down a couple of verses I want to share. It says, I read, I read the words in red, how you leave the 99. To find the one missing feels like that was written with me on your mind. Who am I that, who am I that the king of the world will give one single thought about my broken heart? Who am I 
that the God of all grace wipes the tears from my face and says, come as you are. And then he goes into the chorus, you paid the price. He's talking to the Lord. You took the cross. You gave up your life. You did it all with me on your mind. So go listen to that song. It's a blessing by Matthew West, Me on Your Mind. But the song is a blessing because it's reminding, it's, it's telling God, you know what? You did all of that with me on your mind. You died on the cross with me on your mind I wasn't even there I wasn't even born my parents weren't even created but you died on the cross with me on your mind because you knew I was coming down the road centuries down the road I don't know how many centuries 200,000 years whatever it's been down the road since God died on the cross you knew I was going to be born and you died on the cross that day with me on your mind. So I was not an accident. I wasn't even a thought of my parents. My parents haven't even met. They weren't even born. Their parents weren't even born. Their parents, parents weren't even born. But you had all of us on your mind when you died on the cross. When you paid the price. When you took the cross. When you gave up your life. You did it all. Come on now, I feel it. With me on your mind. And when we begin to think about that, when we get to think about that, you begin to tell God, thank you. I'm not an accident. Because you were thinking about me the day they hung you on the cross. You were thinking about me when you took on the stripes and the, the whips and the beating and the nails in your hands. You were thinking about me. So I am not an accident. You were not an accident. He didn't create an accident. The way you look, the way you shape, the way you talk, your sexuality, you're a man or a woman, was not an accident. Because he thought about you a long time before you even knew who you were. And he created you and he died on the cross because he knew if he didn't do what he needed to do you wouldn't be here today so go listen to the song it's by Matthew West me on your mind because that's powerful to remind us that the next time you look in the mirror or you know somebody that's complaining about how they look why they're here they ready to give up and commit suicide because they feel like they have no worth remind them that you are not an accident. That God says, come. And he says, who am I that the God of all grace? He comes and he wipes the tears from your eyes. God wipes the tears from your eyes. And from your face. And he says, just come to me as you are. Remind them. Just come to God as they are. Because he paid the price. He took the cross. He gave up his life. And let them know that he did it all for them. But they are no accident. Because he had them on his mind. Alright. So I thank you guys for joining me. I hope this wasn't long. But we're going to get back into the groove and the moving things. If you're watching the replay. 
put your thumbs up let me know you're watching the replay share with somebody but this season we're talking about and this season we relaunch and rebrand what's in your toolbox what's in your toolbox all right so i catch you guys later love you all thank you cynthia thank you terrell and those of you i can't see right now for joining in thank you guys for coming on we're back we're back we're back love you guys you guys take care all right bye-bye